Blood, guts, and gore are on the menu. Welcome to the Slasher Girls podcast, a podcast that focuses exclusively on your favorite and not so favorite slasher films across the eras. My name is Madison. I'm Raina. I'm Melissa. And I'm Effie. And we are so excited to get into our first Christmas slasher of the season. Yeah. How's everyone feeling uh, post uh, Thanksgiving and whatnot? Uh, I'd ask what you're watching, but I feel like nobody's really watched anything this week. I watched Saltburn. Oh, oh how think? is it? Oh, oh, my God. Okay. I'm really glad that everyone gave it like zero to one star reviews because my expectations were low and I had so much fun. Like, I really enjoyed it. Oh, really? Um. Mm-hmm. I think that if I'd gone in, mm-hmm. I originally was really excited for Saltburn, and then everyone said it sucked, so then I was really not excited for Saltburn. Yeah. Uh, so it was like a perfect balance, um, and I had a lot of fun. And that is literally the only other thing I've seen besides our movie today. So <laughs> <laughs> I I, ju- I just want to say that like I had the super funniest letterbox review for Saltburn, and. It got a good amount of likes, but I feel bad because I added to the Saltburn like. Oh hate no! Train. <laughs> I put, I put Emerald Fennel is the most consistent filmmaker working today. Consistently <gasps> bad. Oh my god! Oh no! That's awesome. I'm a young woman hater, just like me. <gasps> yes. No, yes, I, I love, love that movie. Oh no! no. Oh, gonna throw oh, hands. Oh, probably shit. avoid this topic. Sure. <laughs> That's true. It's oh, about to get my gosh. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> what else have you guys been watching? I've been catching up on my episodes of Dragula. That, I love Dragula. It's so good, as usual. That's on Shudder, right? Seen it. It's on Shudder, yeah. yeah. I need to watch it. You do? Have you seen any of it before? No. Oh, oh it's dude, it's so good. I'll love it's it, probably. It's so freaking good. You're going to love it's, it. It's fantastic. I watched Infinity oh, yeah. Pool, finally. Yes! Last yes, night. yes, yes, oh, 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 yes. <laughs> I loved it. Mia Goth, I, I think it would not be nearly as good without her. Oh, I agree. Honestly, 100%. she's everything. I agree. I I think she elevates the material. Agreed. Yeah, uh, so I did watch a few things, actually. I watched three movies by the title of Final Destination 2, 3, and Yes! Four. Love that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, oh my god. I'm so excited. I love Final Destination so much. I love Final Destination. <laughs> I have strong opinions about the three that I watched, too. Is, is Loki kind of a masterpiece, if we're being honest? <laughs> um, I I think it's it's excellent. Like, I think the first one is really good, but I feel like two is like so mean and it knows it. It's like, yeah, these people, you know, they're going to die. Let's just do it in the meanest way possible. Like to the point that it's like almost funny. The pigeon window death is like hilarious, (laughs) but it's not because it's a kid and a minor being crushed. (laughs) (laughs) Three is the first stinker of the series. Sure is a stinker. Why did you choose that word? <laughs> there are so many words. Well, it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just like, oh, that's a fucking stinker. Like, that's disappointing. <laughs> Listen, it's bad, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. 
and the final destination is like pretty pretty awful the fourth one um but i will oh, yeah. say it has a racist character die to the song why can't we be friends and i was cackling the entire time <laughs> which is more i could say about three they're fun they're great movies i'm really stoked that series is coming back that's what i watched this week so we had some interesting watches this week Saltburn, final destination Dragula and Infinity Pool and Infinity Pool. How could I forget Baby Cronenberg? We also watched Silent Night, Deadly Night, the 1984 film directed by Charles Sellier, which is the movie we're going to be talking about today. podcast is sponsored by cinema vixens which are lovely host effie runs thank you effie (laughs) cinema vixens has such cute movie themes like merchandise clothes candles it is so fun i wear my cinema vixens shirts all the time and i'm obsessed so if you want to go to the site you can get a 10 percent off discount with the code slasher girls and they have a ton of movie reviews and just so much stuff on their website. They're so wonderful. And we're really grateful for Effie. Thank you, Effie. So yeah, everyone go to cinemavixens.com. Silent Night, Deadly Night is the demented story of little Billy Chapman, traumatized by his parents' Christmas Eve murder and then brutalized by sadistic nuns in an orphanage. When Billy grows up, he goes on a yuletide rampage to punish the naughty, with extreme prejudice. This movie stars Robert Brian Wilson as Billy, Lillian Chauvin as Mother Superior, and Gilmer McCormick as Sister Margaret. Everybody says when they think Christmas horror, like Black Christmas immediately comes to mind, but I'm a weirdo freak, and this is the movie that comes to my mind when I think Christmas horror. Oh, same. I mean, they both have a Billy. They both have a Billy, but you see the Billy in this one. I mean, like the same. They're both like kind of voyeuristic horny boys oh shit i didn't even think about that it's kind of weird melissa what's what's your first experience with silent night deadly night um in college which was you know last year and (laughs) uh, (laughs) the first time i saw it i thought it was really rough in the beginning Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons um but i ended up really liking it because i felt sorry for him the whole time like I empathized with him as a killer, which I, I don't tend to do too often with slashers. It's like one of the first movies that addresses like, you know, grief and trauma and like how it can shape a kid. Silent Light, Deadly Night is all about like, that, to be honest. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt, too. I have so much empathy for him. And I feel like it's one of the first horror movies where they do a really good job, like breadcrumbing what his triggers were from the very start, being naughty and and sexual deviancy are triggering for him on top of Santa Claus. That's just an added bonus for Spice. But to see him go through it at his parents' death, the night that his grandfather gave him that weird speech, and then throughout his life in the nunnery, or not the nunnery, the orphanage, (laughs) sorry. It makes sense that that night he just snapped, and it really does feel like a mental episode. It doesn't feel like he's being evil it feels like someone that just really is having like a, a breakdown 
And it's very sad. It's like a devastating thing to watch happen, especially at the end of the movie. Like, he's not a bad person. Well, what he does is horrible, but he is not like an evil bad person. It's just... It just likes to mm-hmm. kill people. No, you know. No, but it, it just... <laughs> it feels like the breaking of someone with trauma. It doesn't feel like someone that, like, takes pleasure in being horrible right. like he's like he's saying sorry yeah. as he's hacking someone up to bits with an axe no he doesn't but <laughs> you expect him to i didn't love when the girl's getting assaulted and then she gets punished for it mm-hmm. she yeah. did not deserve to get gutted but in his mind i think that sex the the nuns literally told him like what they were doing is bad and I think in his mind, like any sexual activity mm-hmm. is a sin. It's naughty. And he can't differentiate that. Like in his mm-hmm. mind, he's too like stunted emotionally and mentally. Yeah. And, you know, um, even therapy as yeah. much back. He was li- like, he was getting punished for like being yeah, sad. Like it's PTSD horrible. PTSD didn't so, exist. Yeah. They're just like, oh, you're sad. You better stop. Right. Or I'm going to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> no, so yeah. anyway, that's a long winded way to say I completely agree with Melissa. But Effie, that was your first time watching. How did you feel about it? Yeah, um, I just watched this for the first time like two hours ago. I really liked it. I I didn't really know what to expect from this movie going in. I was just like, oh, this will be like a fun Christmas oh. slasher. <laughs> and it was you thought. not. <laughs> it, it's so sad and heavy and upsetting. But I think it achieves that in a really good way. Like... Mm. It's not for nothing. It really, it's it's a surprisingly very deep movie for mm-hmm. like what Absolutely. it is. Yeah, and I I I agree with what you guys are saying that Billy is really like even though he is like literally murdering tons of people, <laughs> you do empathize with him, and you're like, I mean, yeah, that it, it's, makes sense. It's, it's yeah. like a eighty slasher movie that was released during the boom. It came out in 1984, but it feels like. It has lessons from the original, like, Frankenstein, where the monster, quote-unquote, is, like, a sympathetic being. Right. Yeah. Um, That mm. is the monster running around and he that was society made. turned his back on. Yeah, he was literally, like, a product of his environment. Like, he did, he was literally exactly. created yeah. and turned into yeah. this like, thing. The nuns tying him to his bed because he's having nightmares is literally torture. Like, that's, in- and whipping him, I guess. Oh, like, yeah. literally beating yeah. his ass. Like, yeah. she's like, the whipping is fine, but I draw the line <laughs> strapping you down in bed. <laughs> I, was, I was spanked as a kid, so I'm like, okay, I get it. But then the tying to the bed would horrify me. That's crazy. crazy. So, yeah. It, it, it is a very interesting slasher movie. I wrote about it for Fangoria once, and I wrote about how a lot of it almost like feels like Catholic guilt personified. Billy loses his shit at like the imagery of like Christmas and Santa Claus and whatnot. But in a way, that's almost like Catholic guilt manifesting because when you're Catholic, you learn that the reason for the season is, oh, Jesus Christ was born. It's not about the gifts. Here's the real meaning of Christmas. So I almost wonder if like being raised in that environment he had like those ideals instilled in him as well that's mm. that was my thesis for that piece on it and i yeah. think for like a slasher movie released during the boom in the 1980s there's a lot of teeth to it like it's not just like a brain dead cut him up slasher there's like there's a lot of depth if you're really looking for it in this movie well yeah i mean having literal ptsd flashbacks show while he's 
committing these atrocities is like pretty on the nose and like look at the other big slashers that came out that year you had uh friday the 13th part four which is like jason's just Mm -hmm. like an unstoppable killing machine there's no nuance to his character (laughs) and a nightmare on elm street which is like yeah freddy like wants revenge and all that but i feel like billy in the grand scheme of things is like a lot more fleshed out than some of those slashers it's also it's very silly movie incredibly graphic and has some scenes where i was literally laughing out loud so it's a weird balance between oh this is really heavy source material like this is really sad but also there is a fucking montage scene where he's stocking Dude. toys at the toy store. Like, I was dying. I was like, what is this movie? So can, can I talk about the first time so I funny. saw this movie? Of course. Please. I saw it at the New Beverly. And it was, and no it was the double feature with Black Christmas and this on 35. Oh my god. Very and I had seen Ooh. Black Christmas, but I hadn't seen this. And like Effie, I was going into it thinking, oh, it's just probably a fun movie with a killer Santa. And it was like the most gonzo <laughs> fucking weird. Because it is bizarre. Like you got the montage with him stocking the toys. And then you realize all the Christmas songs in this movie are like made up Christmas songs. There's no real Christmas <laughs> music in it. <laughs> oh my god, they couldn't get the no, right. Literally. Literally. <laughs> That's so the awesome. Song Santa's watching. Like, that's not a real song. That's so. <laughs> the only thing I didn't love was I felt like towards the end, it kind of starts to drag. Did any of you guys feel like that, or am no. I the only one? I might have just been really no, tired. I... I also felt that way, but I was also yeah. very tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a tight 90, tight 90, but I felt like it was a little bit slow for a Back 90 minute. <laughs> I thought it was fine when I first saw it. Like, to me, it was not slow. So when I watch it again, I watch it from that nostalgic lens of, like, because I know what's going to happen. It doesn't feel like it drags as much. I've seen it before, like, 10 years ago. Um, So this was my first rewatch in a while. I'm not saying it's super slow. I just feel like that part where... They keep getting the wrong wrong oh Santa God. Clauses. As funny as that is, as funny as it is, it starts, it's getting like, okay, they okay. They down a priest in front of this a group key, of kids. Yeah. That's oh, also <laughs> just shooting into the crowd of children. Just unloading his gun in front of it. are just splattered with his like guts Hell and yeah. remains. The kills oh were gnarly. God. They were so fun. I know we're going to talk about that later, but oh my God, they were <laughs> um, so fun. Did you know that the director didn't direct the gory scenes? Because he didn't like it. <laughs> the the editor directed what? all the, the gross scenes. That's no awesome. Way. That kind of rules, I love that. actually. Because it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, he was like, I'm going to direct this really crazy, gory horror movie. But, like, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> I thought of it more of, like, I'm going to direct this very, like, psychological, like, character study and whatnot. And the other guy's, like, rubbing his hands together. And he's like oh here comes the gore (laughs) i personally think this movie is really great i think it's definitely one of the more unique slasher films i watch it every year on christmas eve like after people leave my house and i'm like relaxing and decompressing i'll throw it on and just like casually watch it i don't think i could watch this movie to relax It's so heavy. It's so heavy. It made me depressed. I feel like I need to rewatch it when I'm not starting it at almost 11 p.m. the night before I have work. Uh, Because that might be why I felt like it was dragging. Because it it hit like 11.45. Mm. And I was like, 
fuck like (laughs) oh my god um but I still me saying it felt a tiny bit slow is not me saying I didn't like it or didn't have fun it was fun I'll definitely be rewatching it next Christmas Madison did you or did you not feel the warm side of the door oh my god shut up (laughs) can that be our music in this episode (laughs) oh my god yeah okay speaking of random Christmas music for movies has anyone seen Deadly Games did you say Deadly Games yes my co-worker suggested that movie to me tonight it is phenomenal it is my favorite christmas horror movie of all time on shutter directed by renee manzor i was literally told to watch that movie two hours ago that is so funny and it has a killer bonnie tyler i think bonnie tyler one of those uh christmas songs that's absolutely beautiful melissa you are so smart (laughs) thank you for reminding me now that we know we have to watch deadly games this winter um they're apparently insane kills in that one but the kills in this movie were pretty fucking crazy um melissa do you want to take us into our next topic Absolutely. So welcome again to our kiss and kill segment. If you're not familiar, it's when we talk about our favorite spicy slasher and ask each other in this week's movie, who would you kiss? And what was your favorite kill? Once again, detailed explanations are not necessary, but highly encouraged. I think we could do the kiss all at once. (laughs) Billy. 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 I would kiss Sister Margaret. You know, <laughs> fair enough. She was, <laughs> okay, yeah, she she was nice. She is Babely. She's Babely. She is. Oh. <laughs> he has he has sexual charisma. Billy has Billy has no reason to be that hot. Why Billy did they make him so hot. so hot? You, the audience, are not in our Slasher Girls group chat, but that group chat has done nothing but thirst over Billy for the last few days. <laughs> um... So Facts. I feel like that's a very easy kiss for this podcast. <laughs> I'd let him. I'd let him kill me. Yeah, same. I'd let him kiss and kill me. Well, if he'd let him kill mm, you, what was your favorite kill? So mine is a tie between the bow and arrow, Ooh. which just mm. came out of nowhere. You gotta, you gotta respect the old fashioned weapons, and I know this is pretty basic, but the Christmas lights. I love that it's one. Just, it's so fun. It's so good. It's just. It's obvious, but fun. I love it. Mine's a tie between the Christmas lights and uh, the taxidermy. Yeah. Her hang Mm. like from the antlers of the deer. That was sick. That one's good. Or the buck. I don't know. Mine's probably a tie between that one, the, the, the buck on the wall. And I really liked the sledding (gasps) one. The decapitation. decapitation. Yes. (laughs) That, that like, was you saw it coming, but it was just it, hilarious. It, it like unlocked a core memory of mine because when I was little, I was sledding in like a very <laughs> well. Okay, let me finish. <laughs> I was sledding in like a very similar looking place, and I was sledding like down into the woods, and I was like really scared because I was like, "What if I hit a tree? What if I like I couldn't see anything?" And as I was going down, I hit like a rock or something, and I went flying and slammed into something, and I broke my nose. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> and i just i remember i just came there was like blood all over the snow and i like came running back to my mom with just like blood all over my face oh so yeah my favorite kill is where the priest dressed as santa gets gunned down in front of the children (laughs) 
Not even a Billy Kill. Billy did not even a Billy Kill. Just the random police officer did. I this is not related to the kiss and kill segment, but I loved the freeze frames that were happening. Oh my god, they're so funny. It's so extra. So 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 like this whole movie is extra, like in like the best way possible. I just even at the end when they kill Billy and then just like his brother just like stares and goes like naughty. (laughs) (laughs) I love that ending. I love it so much. You know what my favorite kill would have been? If he just fucking ripped Mother Superior to pieces. Uh, Me too. Why does she survive? Billy? For part two. I have never wanted to see someone die so bad. She was such a heinous bitch. Oh, I, I hate that woman. She's she so really much more it. evil than Billy. I don't care that Billy yeah. slaughtered all these people. That nun was worse. Can I say like a brief spoiler about part two since I know we're not going to cover it anytime soon? Of course. Uh, Mother Superior is in it and for some reason she has a fucked up face and it's never explained. <laughs> what? What do, you, what do you mean? Is it a different actress and they tried to hide it by like disfiguring her? I don't remember if it's a different actress but it's it's supposed to be the same character and she just has a disfigured face and part two is a whole nother beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of. So it is Kinda. It is a different actress. I, I wonder if that's why they did that. But also like part two is like 80% part one, 20% It's the little movie. brother, right? Yeah. Okay. But here's the best part about part two is that the brother has has flashbacks to events that he wasn't there for (laughs) he's remembering stuff that that billy did that nobody would ever know that he did that's amazing (laughs) like i think he even flashbacks to the sledding scene and i was like wait what (laughs) he just has like (laughs) telepathic memories with his brother it's fine um two two is um melissa how would you describe two in a nutshell uh mostly one with an unhinged edition you need to watch it don't look up anything like for our listeners out there do not watch part one and part two back to back because you will essentially be watching the same movie twice you will fall asleep you will it's literally the same movie almost i did not i didn't realize there are six of these movies okay here's the right why out of control is it like 20 generations of billies one, two, and three tell a through-line story. Four and five are not connected, but four and five were written by Brian Usna. Brian oh, yeah, Usna also directed boy. the fourth one, and Martin Kitrosser directed the fifth one. Those are original stories. Um, one and two are on Blu-ray from Scream Factory. Three, four, and five were just given a really, really good Blu-ray release from a uh, Best John Video. Highly recommend those. The sixth movie is a remake with Jamie King just called Silent Night. I don't think it's all that great, but one through five, I definitely recommend. It's funny, too, because when this movie came out, it was like muddled with like controversy about a killer Santa and like people were protesting it. They even got it yanked from theaters. Mm hmm. But one of the main people in Hollywood, like, protesting it was Mickey Rooney. He's like, oh, the Rooney and the sanctity of the holiday. Yeah, guess who the lead in Silent Night, Deadly oh Night 5 is? Is it Mickey it's Rooney? It's Mickey Rooney. Oh, my God. That's awesome. What a comeback story. <laughs> that's growth right there. Well, now everyone that's listening has a whole list of Christmas movies to watch this month. No, literally. I love this series so much. I've, 
I think I've written about like every single entry in this series at some point. Oh my god. Well, speaking of your writing, Reyna, where can we find you? You can find me on all social media at JFC Doomblade. You can also find my work being published pretty regularly at Bloody Disgusting and Fangoria online. I am also the host of another podcast called the Carnal Extremities Podcast. It's where we take an extreme horror film and pair it up with an extreme musical offering. Almost always screamo. Never music like in this movie. What about you, Melissa? You can find me everywhere under Mecca Melissa, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. And also under my miniature account where I post lots of pictures of my dioramas and minis. And that's Mecca Minis. And Effie? You can find me at Effie Coza on pretty much everything. You can find my writing and my shop at cinemavixens.com. And I also host another horror movie podcast called Pod of the Living Dead. And I'm Madison. You can find me everywhere at Madison Gracie underscore. If you want to follow the podcast, we are at Slasher Girls Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are going to be back with another exciting Christmas movie very soon. And please leave a review in the review spot on spotify <laughs> if you'd like uh, if you're so inclined would and uh, give us suggestions on twitter we would really like to hear what you guys want to hear from us so thank you so much bye. thanks for listening bye, bye.